Okay, chapter seven. Let's go ahead and dive on into chapter seven. <clears throat> when we learn personal endings, when we learn personal endings, we have, uh, uh, let's do A, B, C, E. Active primary, active secondary. It's going to be primary, uh, active uh, 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 secondary. Hello. Let's do this. So the present form, right? The present verbal form follows this active primary. What are the endings? We have O, what? O, ooh, we gotta know these by the back of our hand. No, not A. Ice, yep, ice I, or ace A. Then what? No, not amen. Well, man, uh, uh, yep, I gave you the wrong form. It's totally fine. Yes, it's going to be amen. What's next? Ete, what's next? Yep. Movable new. This form connects both the connecting vowel and the ending. That's why I cut myself. When you said amen, I thought, no. And then I looked back and I, ah, oh, man, I gave it the wrong one. That's totally fine. It's totally fine. The uh, active uh, secondary, the active uh, uh, or uh, uh, BPE, secondary active, it's going to be very, very similar. Flip on over to 7.6. 7.6. And it's going to be at the top, I'm sorry, 7.7. .7. It's going to be at the top of 120. It's going to be at the top of 120. I'm going to go ahead and put them with the connecting vowel. You have sa, sas, say with a movable new, sa, sa, say. Salmon, sate, uh, san. So you can see the endings. There's no ending for the first. S, new, men, te, new. That's our ending here. But to, to memorize them together, I, I'm going to put the tense formative uh, attached to it. Make sure this chart is memorized like the back of your hand. O ace a amen ete usen. O ace a amen ete usen. Sa sa se. Sorry. Sa sas se. Samen sate san. Sa sa se. Samen sate san. 
You got to get those memorized or you're going to struggle translating. This is like case endings, right? Personal endings are like case endings. You got to memorize them. Okay, so we're going to have the verbal form. Verbal form. We're going to talk about the aorist active indicative. Talk about the aorist active indicative. After verbal form, what comes next? In the box, the box that I gave us, what comes next after verbal form? It's either the augment or reduplication. For the aorist, it's going to take an augment. You add an epsilon. You add an epsilon. What comes after the augment? What comes after the augment? The stem. It's the verbal stem, not the sturm. It's the stem. What comes after the stem? Say that again. Yep. So you have the tense formative marker. The aorist is going to have one. What do you think it is? Sa, sa, se, samen, sate, san. It's going to be a sigma. It's going to be a sigma. What's our connecting vowel? What's our connecting vowel? Alpha. So you can almost connect these, right? It's going to be a sa. It's going to be a sa. It's going to be a sa. And then its endings is the uh, secondary active. Someone give me the secondary active. Run through them with the tense. I'll, I'll okay it with the tense marker. Go for it. It's okay. It's sa. Sa, sas. Yep. So say with a movable new. Sa, sa, say. Samen. Sa, te. Son. Okay. So let's put together the present. When we put together the present, does it have an augment or reduplication? No, no augment, no reduplication. It has the stem. Does it have a tense or a, a, a tense formative? No. What's our connecting vowel? Yeah, omicron or an, an epsilon. What type of ending? Primary active. Right. That's our first quadrant. What's the first quadrant? Uh, primary active, go ahead and give me the endings. Oh. Yep. Ace. Go ahead and do ace. Without the sigma. O, ace, A. But it's epsilon, iota, sigma, epsilon, iota. Oh. Without the sigma. Okay, hold on. 
That's okay. Look where we're at. We're up in the top left corner. Usen. Yep. Good. Yep. Okay. Let's take Lou. Lou. Oh. Let's take Lou. Oh. Let's put it in the full present. Present active indicative, first singular through third plural. No need for the accents. The first one is what? What's our stem? Lou. Lou is our stem. How do we build the next one? Uh, second person singular. How do we build it? We take the stem plus what? Which is going to be what? Epsilon. And then our ending. Go ahead. Yes. Good. Good. What's our next one? What's our next one? So Lou, Lou Amen, next. Oops, I see. Yeah, it's cut off. What does a movable new mean? Sometimes it appears with the new, sometimes it doesn't. If a new ends a word, it can fall off or appear. It's really uh, inconsistent. Go ahead. Yeah, it's gonna be by pronunciation and sometimes it's by uh, manuscripts. Sometimes by manuscript. So for example, um, gosh, what was it? It's either, uh, uh, forgive me for a second, First Clement, are we familiar with what First Clement means? Okay, it's in the Apostolic Father's Collection, either First Clement or Didache, and I don't remember which one. In translating all the way through it, and then looking at an older, trans, an older edition or a different type of manuscript, there were massive inconsistencies with the new. And so it could be uh, your translator. Is there a movable new there or a movable? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so frustrating. Yeah, it could be, it could be, it could be what follows. It could be in terms of why, uh, what they're going to pronounce or how they're pronouncing it. Uh, there's multiple reasons why there's a movable new. Okay, so when we do, so this is the present. Let's go ahead and put together the aorist. Luusen or Lucy. Okay, so how do we put this together? Someone tell me, uh, uh, give me the boxes. Does an aorist have an augment? Yes. Does it have a stem? 
course it does. Every verb has to have a stem. Does it have a tense sign? Does it have a connecting vowel? Yes and yes, and it often is created with a sa. Right, we can just go ahead and put those together. And what's our, uh, uh, what ending does this, the heiress take? B, so it's the secondary active. Someone give those to me. Go ahead and put it with the sa. Good, good. Sa, sa, san, good. No, 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 sa, sas, se, or a se, or sen. Sa, it, it then becomes really normal. Sa men, sa te, sa. Okay, so start with the stem. Start with the stem. Does it have an augment? What comes next? Sigma alpha, elusa. Elusa. We then have... Lu for the stem. Does it have an augment? Yes, it does. A lu. We then have the uh, 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 tense sign, the connecting vowel, the ending. What's the ending? S. This is going to be a movable new here. Every now and again, we'll see an N. So then A lu se elusen. What's next? A lu sa men. What's next? Oops. It disappears. A lu sa te. What's next? How do I spell it? How do I spell it? Good. Uh, new will most likely stay there. Yeah. Okay, good. Parse this. Parse this. Nope. Parse it and then translate it. Present, active, indicative, first person plural. Verbal form, uh, voice, mood, person, number. Verbal form, what is, what is this one? Voice, indicative is what? Mood, the one is the what? No, person. And then the P is the number. Uh, how, many, uh, how many voices are there? Active, what are the other ones? Passive, what's the third one? Middle, so there's gonna be three. How many, uh, uh, yeah, how many moods will there be? So that's voice. How many moods were, are there? Yep, indicative, uh, uh, subjunctive, 
optative, imperative, and then there's two kind of stragglers, but those holistically change. The next one is gonna be the infinitive and then the participle. How would I translate this? Say it again. We are losing. When we talk about verbs, are we more concerned about time or what? What is it called? What is it called? Aspect. Time says when. Aspect says what? Yeah, how did this happen? So when you heard her say, am loosing, even though that that's a participle, it's conveying continual. That is what the present conveys, a continual idea. When we talk about, when we talk about aorist, aorist has an alpha primitive, orist means horizon. So if we're gonna describe the action, it's fuzzy. So how people have talked about this is, Complete. Notice what I didn't say. What did I not say? Completed. I did not say completed. That would tell us it's past tense. A complete action. Let's put this together. When is when are both of these actions? When? Past, present, or future? They are both present. They are both present. Which one's the aorist? Which one's the present? Verbal form. First one's aorist. Yep. How would you know that? Bingo. One is more specific. It conveys an idea here. Say that again, Victoria. That's right. Doesn't have a time, more focused on aspect. I walk, just general. It's kind of fuzzy on the kind of action. It's not necessarily telling you how the action uh, was conveyed. Another way, another way that, that scholars have talked about this is, um, Okay, I am a terrible draw, drawer, I'm a terrible artist. Um, goodness gracious, this happens on uh, New, Year's, New Year's Day, happens on Thanksgiving Day. What's on TV for like eight hours? Parade. This is a parade. If you are sitting right here, can you see everything? but what you do see is what? And what are they doing? Yeah, they're parading, good work, good work. But let's say we're up here in a helicopter, can we see everything at once? So it lacks movement and it lacks specificity. Which one's the aorist, which one's the present? Aorist, 
present. Okay, this is now the same as to now put another like longer term to this. Aorist is what we're calling perfective. Present is what we're calling Im, not imperfect, imperfective. Uh, complete action, fuzzy, undefined, imperfective, not yet finished, and it's in, uh, 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 in movement, if you will. Okay there? Deo, what does this mean? What's its stem? So I'm gonna put that all together. I'll give you the first one. Deo. You are so welcome, all of you. What's the next one? Deace. What's next? Ooh. Ooh. How do I spell it? something lengthen because it should be this they should do this what happens here what happens here i think the epsilon is going to fall out yep there it is yep there it is yep there it is no, no, no. It, I, I knew that there would not be two epsilons there. I was trying to figure out what would happen if something happened underneath it. Uh, day A, the accent is going to be over here rather than right here. Day E. Okay, first person plural. Not domin. Day amen. What's next? Dete. Yeah, that probably, probably delta epsilon tau epsilon dete. The accent would be funky right there. Ooh, say that again. Bingo. How do you spell it? You said it rightly. I want to see if you can spell it. Deus or Deus in. Good. Uh, Arist.
So g- give me our stem. What's our stem first? Day. Does it have an augment? What comes next? Good. What's next? Sa, 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 se, salmon, sete, san. Someone give that to me again. You got to memorize these. Sa, sa, se. Yes. Start over. Sa. Sa, sa, se. There it is, good. So, a, day, what? Sa, sas, a, des, ooh, nope, 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 nope. Hold on, I got a little carried away there. A, de, a, desas. So now that you look at that, you can identify every part, right? So this is why this boxing is gonna be very helpful, calling it the slot. So if we did day as our stem, and I have ka here, and then if I have day once more, what just happened? This is no longer the augment reduplication. It repeats the phrase de-de. Rather than a sigma, what did I insert? It's a kappa. This is a different verbal form. It, say that again. It's called perfect. This is the perfect. Nope. Perfective is kind of action. Imperfective is kind of action. Verbal form, present aorist, uh, imperfect, uh, 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 perfect future. So that's where we're going. So, ka, kas, k, common, kate, Con. So you're going to start seeing these similarities, right? So it's sa, sas, se, sa, men, sa, te, what? San, ka. Is our brains on fire? (laughs) Yeah. It's very predictable. (laughs) 
the augment and reduplication always in the front. So that, those boxes that I gave you, always. Always. Okay. So this is why we're gonna just slowly fill out those boxes. One more item, let's put them together. If we were to put together a present, what does it not have, what does it have? No augment reduplication, what's next? Stem, what's next? What's next? There is no tense formative, but what, what, what's next? Connecting vowel, what are they? Omicron, epsilon, what does it take? Primary active. Someone give me that box. I'll let you connect it with the connecting vowel. O. Uh-huh. Keep going, you got it. Yep. Ete. Usen, good. If we were to do the aorist, what does it have? Augment or reduplication? No. Augment or reduplication. They're different. But it's something that goes in the fragment. Yep, it's gonna have an augment and what's the letter gonna be? It's gonna be an epsilon. What do we have next? Stem. Yep, and what is it gonna be? Sigma. And then the connecting vowel, alpha, and then what? Secondary active. What is that? Include it with the tense sign and the... I heard it in there eventually. <laughs> that was fun. So, sa, sas, se. Good. Good. When we do the perfect, not that I want to get ahead of us, uh, it's redupe. It's going to have a redupe. It's going to have a stem. What is it going to have next? A kappa. Uh, uh, um, sometimes we're going to have to figure out some type of vowel right here because you don't want, you can't put you can't crash the consonants together right there. Kappa alpha uh, second, yep, second secondary active. The imperfect, it's going to have the E or the epsilon, the stem. And then the So once we start identifying these things, you're gonna be able to spot them right off the page. So I said, follow me as we go to this way. I know it feels like we're just memorizing. Oh, no, but once we start seeing patterns, you'll be able to find them anywhere and everywhere. Uh, I have tied. 
So remember, time is like what? It's like a third string quarterback. You see it every now and again. And rather than across the board, you see it more prominently in various forms. Perfect and future, very much so. You're going to feel it far more. Say that again. Mm -hmm. Context is going to tell you. Yeah, context is going to tell you, is it I had tied, fully complete, past tense. I have tied, past tense, maybe complete, maybe not complete. I tie, I will tie, I will have tied. Not to confuse anyone in here. Is that helpful? Okay, good. It does, it does. Okay, let's, let me just do one more and then we're gonna read and then we're gonna take a fiver. Poyeo means to do what? Poyeo means to do what? Say that again. Yep. What's the stem? Oops. Poi or Poye, it's Poye. Okay, here's where we're gonna feel a little bit of frustration, okay? Walk with me. Give me the present. What's next? Oops, I did it like an I. Poye Amen. So it's going to be like a double epsilon right there. I'm going to do something with that here in a minute. Oops. Okay, what do you think happens right here? What happens with an, eta, uh, uh, an epsilon epsilon? They don't cancel, they lengthen to an eta. We might see. So this is where I wanna say, we might see either a poye, uh, 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 we, we could see a few of these. Either a poieta or a poieta. This right here, when we see when we see it dropped out right here, when we see the e dropped out, it's indicative. When we see the lengthening right here, it's a subjunctive. 
Okay. So, so I heard someone say, how many vowels can go together? I don't know who said that. That's the question to ask. Okay. Let's go ahead and put this in the aorist. So we, oops, yeah, let's just go ahead and start over. So we have poi. What's the, uh, uh, has, a, has an augment. E, epsilon, poi, that lengthens. The eta lengthens. Poi, e, poi, ye, sa. E, poi, ye. So forth and so on. E poi ye se e poi ye samen e poi ye sa te e poi ye san. Okay, we doing okay? Ooh, take another fiver. Okay, <laughs> let's take a quick five. That one is uh, by far, that one and New Testament 2 have been the hardest to prep for because it's Acts to Revelation, right? You have to do preps for each of the books and kind of the selected items within Pauline studies, Hebrew studies, Petrine, Johannine, and then church history. It just, it just feels so enormous. So those are the two that are most, like for me, those, are, those ones uh, are, are most taxing. Uh, five years at CBU. Yeah, so I'm assistant faculty member. <laughs> yeah, tells you I have no life. I have no life outside of this. It's so fun. Uh, yeah, and pastor. Uh, it's, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I joke around, I'm really type A, and um, uh, my schedule is so tight. So, for example, I know all that I'm going to do tomorrow, 6 to 8, 8 to 10. Like, it, it's just everything I know what I'm doing from 8 to 8 or 6 to 8. And so some of that is course prep, some of that is writing, some of that is, you know, all sorts of stuff. And once you teach a class, um, goodness, let me see if I can find it. This describes my life to a T. Now, I know that I've saved it. Okay, has anyone ever seen like the drawing of a horse? The back of the horse is like professionally done. Have you seen it? And the front is like a kid drawing. Like that's what my semesters feel like. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Um, 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's a lot of time editing that intro. It's a first page video. It's a conclusion. Totally. Oh, totally. Totally. Goodness, I know I saved this somewhere. It's such a funny image. Actually, man, I can't find it because I know I've saved it. It's really good. Really good. Okay. I just memorized by just going through it, and going through it. Do an inverted picture of this. That's this is what my semesters always look like. That's amazing. Right? But like invert it, right? So like here's the start and then this is where we're going to end. This is uh this is also like a good metaphor of preaching. Like Monday morning, I know I'm doing this. This is like Thursday afternoon, <laughs> like you got to get stuff done. <laughs> I feel like this is my life sometimes. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Okay. Hey, let's get, let's get back to it. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yep, yep, yep. It's really good. Okay, so reduplication. You have the poi yay. Uh, what's over here? So uh, the augment is going to be what? Epsilon. Uh, poi. Hold on. I think this is actually in epsilon. I need to double check. Don't don't write this down right now. Uh, what's the what's the redupe? It can't be poi poi. It's not poi poi. F B is going to be a. That's a preposition. So nothing happens inside right here. Nothing happens right here. It's going to be a epsilon that lengthens. A poyekin. 
Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and jump back into this. Verse 7. And I want to translate. Hold on. I want to be able to translate as we go. <clears throat> Someone read for us verse 7. Someone read for us verse 7. Uh, soften the O, ton theon. Yep, yep. Uh, someone try their hand at translating this. Agapetoi looks like what? It's beloved. Yep, so beloved. Agapomen. Tell me what's happening here. Uh, it's a verb. So the men, you see the men, men, not te, first person plural. The, the O right there is the subjunctive because it, you wouldn't anticipate the agapamen. The omen tells us it's a subjunctive, okay? So beloved, let us love one another, good. Hati, because what? Ooh, where's our subject? What's our subject? Nope, what's our subject? Hey, agape is our subject. Where's our verb? Yep. So, because love is ectutheo. Yep, because love is from God. Yep, beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Kai pos. Have we done pos yet? We've seen it. Okay, so and... All the ones agapone, all the ones loving. Where's the verb? Where's the verb? Yeah, gegenetai. What do you see at the front? Reduplication. Tie there is your primary middle passive. So get the box up. You have A, B, C, we have yet to learn. D, we have a lot to learn. That's C. That's from the C paradigm. So all the ones loving have been born 
ektutheo, have been born of God. Uh, it's it's probably yeah uh, because it's present. We don't. It's going to be middle passive. So I think it's all the all those who love have been. Yeah, it's passive, fully passive. Middle like so. Remember the two one two adjective, and then you have the two one two where the it can share middle passive. They share the same form. So then context you have to determine: is this middle or is this passive? And then Kai. Who is it? They. He, she, or it knows God. Yep. Verse 8. Someone read verse 8. Try our hand at translating it. The ones not loving do not. That's that's no. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's an odd form. Do not know. What do they not know? God. Why? God is love. Okay, verse 9. F on that good. Say 
to try our hand at translating. Okay. What is in tuto? Uh-huh. Not in the beginning, RK is beginning. In this. So in this, where's the, where's the subject? Yep. Uh, what is it attached to? It's attached to a genitive. So give me the full phrase. Yep, good. Go ahead and translate it. Yep. So in this, the love of God, the verb is ephanerothe, has appeared. Yep, and now the final two words in that line. In us. Mm -hmm. Why or how? Ooh, yeah. Okay, so now look where the subject is. The subject is hatheos. Look how far away it is. Right, you see that? So hatheos, because God ap can it's a perfect third singular right ka kas ke or ken so because god has sent yep tan huin the son out to his son and now a re a renaming of his son it's called an apposition the only, there it is, the only begotten. Where has he sent him? Aistan Kosman, into the world, so that we, we might live dia autu either through him or because of him. Is it cool now we're starting to translate? Like, even though we're stumbling, right? Even though we're stumbling, hello, we're only eight chapters in, and this is what we're doing. You guys ought to be happy with this. This is really good. Verse 10. And let's be really fair here. Chapter four is the hardest in First John because it has, it, it, it has different words than what appear before because you get into a routine and then chapter four kind of takes you aback. Oh, 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 so good, so good. The <clears throat> question was, how does a New Testament writer uh, quote or paraphrase something from the Old Testament? This is now hermeneutics like 3.0. Uh, anyone heard of the New Testament use of the Old Testament, that's what this would qualify. What's the, what, how do we go about uh, assessing this? So first off, we need to ask the New Testament quotes 
what? The New Testament does not often quote the BHS. Septuagint. Whoops. 80% of the time, 80% of the time, the Greek Old Testament is being quoted by the New Testament. So then we then, what do we do with the remaining 20%, right? That's often loosely translated from the old uh, uh, Septuagint, or there are other means by which it's going to allude to it. But what saves us is that it, Greek New Testament writers are using the Septuagint. How many editions of the Septuagint are there? This would be really fun to do like an advanced grammar class. There are four editions of the Septuagint in antiquity. There's already four editions of it. Uh, oh, goodness. It's Aquila, uh, Aquila, Sma. I have it in my notes. Aquila, something, something, something. It's like an S one. I forget what the S one is. Uh, but what we would do is that we would look at uh, what person in the third century put all four of these side by side. Who did that? Uh, we are in third century, not Athanasius. It's before Athanasius. Origen. Origen puts together the hexapla. The hexapla. The Greek, uh, uh, the, the one column is going to be um, uh, the Hebrew. One column is going to be the Greek phonetic of the Hebrew. And then it's the four extant traditions. So what we could do to figure out what is the New Testament quoting, we would walk through that process together. It is awesome to be able to do that. Go ahead. Uh, in the Septuagint? What other genres do we have in the Old Testament? Torah, then uh, this is the Pentateuch. What do we have? Prophets. What's next? Wisdom. Yep, what's next? Yeah, so like the sort of like the historical writings. So we can't make a sweep of the hand. How, how accurate is Septuagint to the Old Testament? We can't make a sweep of the hand. To the Torah, ooh, it is like word for word. What do you think about in the wisdom? It sometimes skips a chapter. It sometimes adds a chapter it sometimes interprets the chapter. So you have to go case by case. Okay. We'll have to do that another time. I'll get, I'll get sucked into that. Man, I'm, oh, I know. So do I. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yep, excellent. Verse 10. Someone read verse 10 for us. Alan or Maddie. Verse 10. That sounds good to me. 
Yeah. Alan or Maddie, you want to try verse 10? Sure. I'll do it. Yep. Good. En tuto esten he agape uk hoti hemes ega pe comment tonteon a tonteon al hoti altas ega pesen hemas kai Apestelen tan huyan altu elasmon elasmon peri ton hamartion hemon. Good. All right, let's try our hand at translating it. Verse 10. In tuto, so we've seen this. Again and again. In tuto means what? In this. Yes. Yeah, so in this is love, maybe, or in this love is. Like we're getting ready to define something. Ukhati. Not. Not, but it's no longer because, but not that. You. Uh, not you. We, look at oh, the we. verb. Right, we. What's the, tell me, uh, parse this verb for us. Agape's the stem. Common. It's perfect. What person and number? Yep. Not that we have loved. God, Allahati, but that He has loved us. And Ape Stalin, and He has sent, or and He sent. His son, Elasman, is in what case? It's the accusative. What else is in the accusative right after the verb? Apostelen, the son. This is now called apposition. When you have two accusatives in a sentence, one is the object, one is the descriptor of that object. So he has sent his son, now it's a description. The Elasman, which is what? Propitiation. It's the mercy seat. Peri, it's a preposition, concerning our sin. Sins or sin? Singular or plural? Plural. Good work. Good work. Uh, Alan, good pronunciation. Very good pronunciation. Uh, verse 11, is this okay? We, we're good so far? Verse 11. 
Anybody? 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 Agathe toy. How would we translate that? Love. I is if. Utos is what? So beloved, if thusly, hatheos, God, age, pe, sen. You see the sen that's telling us it's in what, uh, what verbal form? Aorist, indicative, active, third, singular. Beloved, if thusly, God has loved what? Us, what case? What case is Hamas? Genitive. That would be hamon. That would be that would be uh, hu, hu mean. It's accusative. Yep, accusative plural. Humas. If God, if thusly God has loved us, the kai here is not and. Say that again. Then. Yeah, it's good. Then we ought. Where'd you get the two? Okay. <laughs> I was like, how did you note this? Agapan. Agapan is the infinitive. So we ought, agapan, to love. And another. You guys starting to see it? It's good. Verse 12. Who wants to do verse 12? Translate that one. There's too many odd items in there, and I don't want to trip you up. Verse 13. A good pronunciation, by the way. Verse 13. Here, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do one. In tuto, ginoskamen, hati en auto, menamen kai autos, en humen. Hatiatu Pnumatas Autu De Dogen Humen. And no, sorry, Hemen. Verse 13, let's translate. Verse 13. 
in, in this genoskamen comes from genosko. We know what does the amen tell us? One p uh, parse it. Present active indicative, first person plural. Good. So we know that. Do we know mino yet? Parse menomen. It comes from mino. Uh, mu, epsilon, nu, omega. Men, o. Parse this for us. Good. We abide. In this, we know that we abide where? In him. And Kai, Autas in, give me the full translation. Because you got it. Hati in auto menamen that we abide in him and he, there it is. You notice that the verb has dropped out and he in us, but it's the implying of the abiding. That hati or because dedokin he has given No, 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 no. Be slower in your translation. He has given, let's do humin, hermin, humin first. He has given to us ek to pneumatas, not his spirit. Ek to does what? From, out of or from what? From his he has given to us from his spirit. Okay, we now, I think, are seeing for the first time, reading in Greek causes us to be a different type of reader, right? It's causing us to be a very different kind of reader. You guys are doing great. Uh, verse 14. Verse 14. Verse 14, Kai, what? And what is he, uh, he mes? And we, you can see, uh, no, nope, we have yet to learn that. And we have seen and martyreo. We have witnessed or testified. Hati is not a because. But when hati uh, is after a speaking verb, it's a content clause. We testify that hapater, the father apostal, 
can, what does the can tell us? Has sent, because it's in what verbal form? It's the perfect active indicative, third singular. Tan, uh, tan huion, what does he send? His son, and now it's another accusative. We've yet to learn third uh, declension yet. This is a third declension term in the accusative. When there's a second accusative, it's either a second object or it's a modifier of the first object. He has sent his son, the Sotera, Savior, to Cosmo. Not to the world. So I heard it over here. Of the world. That's right. It's a genitive. Yep, it's a genitive. Yep. Comma, the savior of the world. Yep, yep. So here's, here's a couple, way you could, couple ways you could translate it. Uh, that the father has sent his son, who is the savior of the world. Uh, the father has sent his son, comma, the savior of the world. The father has sent the son, which is the savior of the world. All three of those would be totally fine in this translation. Remember what, oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. So this is where you're now getting this. I love the pushback right there. Inter uh, 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 translation is interpretation. This question right here totally reveals that. I don't know if you're picking up on that. The father has sent the son, comma, as a phrase, the savior of the world. Yeah, excellent job, Victoria. Do you have a question? Oh, I, I saw a hand raised, sorry. Uh, let's do 15 and 16. Nope, let's, here, let's push pause real quick. Push pause. Today's a review day. Outside of these two chapters, it's a review day. Right, we had to catch up a little bit. Is there anything in the previous chapters we need to review, or is this reading really helpful? The reading's helpful? Okay, let's keep going with that. Reading or questions in Decker? I would prefer reading, but I'm okay what the class wants to do. Reading is definitely is review, because I'm, I'm honing in on a couple of things that you guys should know, that's right. <clears throat> Uh, do we want to start back at John, First uh, John 1, like things we've already looked at? Let's do that. Okay, verse 1. Who wants to do verse 1? Marina, go for it.
ways. So ways. Okay, so the relative marker the the uh, the rough breathing mark with the grave sign, right? The backwards pointing marker. So that's a relative marker. That or which. That or which. There's the verb from a me that which was up our case. What is that translation? Up our case. That which was from the beginning. Now we have ha again. What? Now we see ake ka amen. Give me, parse this for me. It's a verb. You see the kappa, that should tell you what? It's a perfect. Have heard. We have heard. Good. So what was from the beginning? What we have heard? What we have seen? It's the perfect again. Now we have what case? Tois ophthalmois. Dative, singular or plural? Plural. Ophthalmois is eyes. So that what we have heard, what we have seen with the eyes. What is Hamon? With our eyes. So it's essentially the eyes of us would be a, a kind of a tight translation there. No, only because of this. The subject is embedded in the verb we. So then therefore these markers are, uh, they're accusative neuter. What we have seen, what we have heard. So the we is the subject. Yep. <clears throat> uh, it would have to be okay, uh, not ka amen. Okay, K. So he he who has heard. That but it would have to be ha a ka uh ka k uh ka k ka ka k k would be an uh, an eta there at the end. So then uh moving on to the next phrase, ha f you see the saw there, but you don't recognize the metha yet. Re ready? Category A, B, C, D. Metha is D. So we've yet to get there yet. We're fine. That which we have seen or maybe marveled at, Kai and Kairos. Singular or plural, the hands, hey moan, our hands, epsilophason, son. You're now seeing it. Arist, yep, third singular, our hands have falled upon or have grasped. Yep, sorry. It is plural. A son. 
our hands. What is peri? Concerning. What's lagu? The word. So ace? Yeah. Notice it's a genitive phrase though. Tu lagu tes zoes. Yep, yep. It's concerning of the word of life. Okay, let's keep rolling. Verse two. Did you mean to like translate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was really good. Go for it. Uh, Let's translate it. So walk us through. And the life. Yep. Afenerothe. Uh, and the life which was manifest. Kai. Ero. Common. We've already seen this word, have we not? We have seen. Yep. Yes. And we have witnessed. And. Uh, Apangelo. Look it up. Look it up. Get us a page number once we get there. Get us a page number. Thirty nine. Get us the get us what's the full word? Apangelo. What's the gloss? Yep, report back to report or to declare. So look back at the verse and now translate it. So rather than and we send to you, it's not it's not send. What's the what's the Greek word here? And we report to you. Yeah. So let's, let's smooth out the translation before we keep going. 
and the life which was manifest and we have seen and testified and declared to you what it, what was declared to you the life uh what is tain ionion the life the one eternal so the eternal life hetis which is which which was that's the verb from ami which was proston patera which was not to the father but probably with the father and afane rote have we done this word yet no yeah and he revealed he there it is to us good Okay, so jump down to verse five. Here, I'll give us a break. I'll give you a break. I'll read this one. Kai estin aute he angelia hain ake ka amen apautu kai anangelamen he mean hati hatheas fos estin kai skotia in auto uk estin udemia. Let's translate it. And where's the subject? Yeah, good. Hey, Angelia. And the announcement, where's the verb? Estin. And the announcement is Aute. Yes. So maybe uh, 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 as we keep moving on here, there are rules to figure out which one's the subject and which one's the predicate nominative. Remember, the estin takes a nominative for its subject and its, and its object. The estin verb, the ami verb, takes a nominative for the subject and the object. So the aute is the subject. The a angalia is the predicate nominative. How do we know that? There are rules to determine so. The, the nominative with the article is the subject, unless there is a pronoun, then the pronoun becomes the subject and then everything else is the predicate. And this is the announcement. <clears throat> we, what we have heard, what we have heard, op out to, comes from apa. We learned apa yet? Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, from. From him and, yep, and we retell to you. What do they retell? 
It's, a, it's, not a, it's not a causal hati, it's a content hati. That God is fos, light. Yep, kai scotia and darkness is this is a this is a this is a really interesting way to phrase this. So is not where. Uh, no 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 is not go back to in outto. Is not in him, and then what do we do with the udemia? Never. It's like it's like a like a like a double negative right here. Yeah. No no no. It, it, so it's not a canceling double negative. It's a double negative towards negative. It's never not, it's never in him at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. May genoita. May it never be. May genoita is like the strongest no. Paul will say that often in Roman. Should sin abound? Meganota. Yeah, by no means. Uh, any last questions? Good. Yes, it is. Yep. Angelomen. Let's look it up. Go ahead and look it up with Anangel. Give us a page number once you find it. Don't double click. Don't double click, yep. There it is, good. <clears throat> so read the full item here. From Angelos and later Greek, anagelo gives way to apangelo to report with full force of the ana relay. The, translation, the transition from one is not always unambiguous, provide information, make known of a solemn announcement, proclaim. Do we see our first John text in here? No, I don't. Oh, there it is, first John 1 5. Yep, goes back to a more full forced with the Anna of to report or to relay. So it's a stronger way to communicate the idea of to proclaim or to, to announce forth. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a stronger form of to relay. That's right. Yep, that's right. So you know when you're, the preacher says, the Greeks is emphasized here. Well, you, this actually would be one way it, it is emphasized. Yeah. Emphasis in Greek is really interesting. Often when preacher says uh, the Greek is emphasized here, it just means they're not used to that Greek <laughs> construction more than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll call it a day. We are fully caught up to the syllabus. Okay, we are fully caught up to the syllabus. Next week, we'll start on chapter nine. No, I know. Yep, no, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, not, not, oh. Yeah, it's conjunctions. It's a, we could cover it in the next five minutes if we needed to. And we've already been doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll do next. That's what I'll do next. Um, that that does sound nice, doesn't it? Nine, ten, eleven. Okay, let's call it a day. Enjoy. So I am, stop sharing there.